With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the MLS UK show. I'm Henry Hewitt and as always I'm joined by... Elliot Holman. So as you can tell by the title of this episode or the thumbnail if you're watching on YouTube, we have two very special guests to introduce later on in the show. Uh, But first of all, we need to get to the nitty gritty. Uh, It's what you all want to hear. We're all on edge. What's happening? Elliot... Brian's due day is about to come. We all know it's the day of the All-Star game. How is she? How are you? Uh, are you ready to leave this podcast at any time to go to the hospital? Yeah, I've kept my shoes on, um, which I'm not normally allowed on the carpet. Um, nothing nothing to report as yet. Um, it's definitely getting closer. I sent you a picture the other day of her on all fours in the living room, almost mooing. I'm thinking this is definitely it. This is definitely it. Um, but no, we're all good. It's all fine. Um I would like it to hurry up a little bit, though. You know, all-star game, League's Cup. I'd like to get it get it out, get home, get settled, uh, <laughs> ready for my paternity leave. Um, but yeah, no, so far, so good, but nothing to report. Oh, well, that's uh, good to hear. Good that she's uh, doing well. And uh, yeah, we all can't wait uh, for her to give birth and you to become the first MLS UK show dad. Um, of course, it'd be my turn later in the year in October. We really do. We haven't planned this very well, have we? Because you've planned yours for All Star slash Leagues Cup. I've planned mine uh, for uh, the end of the season when the playoffs start. Have we mentioned that you're going to be a dad? Did I? Did I? Have I forgotten? Uh, no, we didn't. I, well, we kind. I, I mentioned on Instagram. Poppy mentioned it as well. But I, you know, I didn't want to take the shine away from you, Elliot. It's all about oh, you until on. until the baby's born. Then it can be my turn. But yes, if for those who don't know, uh, Poppy, who does the kit reviews, uh, is pregnant, and we will be having our first child at the same time. So your child will be three months older than mine, uh, which is uh, yeah, it's going to be a very different season next season. I'm really relieved. I thought I just. I thought we'd announced it and I'd just completely forgotten, but I just didn't mention it because I thought, well, you've not said anything, so I won't say anything. <laughs> yeah, well, you're nice to do that. And uh, to be honest, 
I don't know. I just uh, we've just not mentioned it. Um, I think when we found out, it was at the start of the MLS season, so obviously everything's really busy. Poppy's busy doing a kit reviews as well. Uh, so I guess it just passed our mind. But yeah, so uh, we are both becoming dads before MLS Cup, uh, which, uh, yeah, we were saying that now, whereas before, uh, sometimes we'd text each other during the matches. Sometimes we'd wake up to text from the other person because somebody's fallen asleep. We now know for at least the next 12 months to 18 months, um, yeah, we'll both be up at that time. Uh, because the babies have got us up, but at least we've got a reason to stay up and watch MLS now, which is uh, which is great. I just, I also just think it's fine when they're babies. But thinking back to when we were younger and when we were kids, I think it, I'd find it weird if my dad was staying up. If I'm like ten and my dad's staying up till four watching like random football on the TV, I think I'd find that weird. I don't know at what age we have to sort of tail this off. Yeah, well, it's also not very good because if I remember when I was that age um, and I was trying to sneak down in the middle of the night, maybe to get a snack or, uh, you know, a drink or something, maybe to watch a bit of TV myself. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. not very cool if your dad's still up at 3am uh, watching MLS. Although they can come and watch it with us. We could have a bit of a watch party. I think it's time to move on. I don't want to know what you were sneaking downstairs to watch on TV. Good point. Uh, very good point. But yeah, so that's our news. So uh, thank you for uh, any new viewers or listeners who have uh, who are just here for Taylor Twelman and Bradley Wright Phillips who have indulged that. But uh, yeah, Elliot will become a dad in the next, uh, hopefully in the next week or so. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll have our first MLS UK show baby. The uh, MLS UK show juniors, uh, that podcast will start as soon as they can <laughs> talk. So in the next two years. So stay tuned. Uh, but moving on to the actual uh, subject of this podcast. Um, unfortunately for you, Elliot, we got asked uh, to go down to London to chat with them. Um, and with Bryony about to give birth, it would have been a bit ropey, wouldn't it? You coming down. Trains are unpredictable as well. If anything had happened, yeah, it just... Uh, I, I, for one, am glad that you weren't there because I don't think I could deal with the anxiety coming from you if you were in London and Bryony's like, I'm about to give birth. Uh, yeah, sorry to sorry to interrupt, uh, Taylor and uh, Bradley. Um, I've just got to nip off. Um, I'll be back in twenty years. Um, yeah, no, I think if you know this country and you know the trains and how and getting to London and getting around London, yeah, smart move. But I was I was guided to to not be a part of it. But I'm going to hear it now with everybody else because I haven't heard it yet. So I'm excited. Yeah, so it was such a great day. Uh, Apple asked uh, asked us both, but then obviously me. Uh, to come down to London uh, to chat with them. And we also um, had a bit of a presentation on MLS season pass, which, I mean, it's so funny because going into a room, there's about 10 people in this room and these people, you're introducing yourself and I'm like, they're like, oh, well, where are you from? So I said, I'm MLS UK show, a podcast about MLS. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm from GQ. Uh, oh, I'm from Amazon. And I'm like, am I meant to be here? Am I in the wrong meeting? Um, but uh, no, it was to celebrate, for, in our case, MLS season pass and to promote it uh, in their cases. But I've got to say, as a, another self-indulgent moment, just to sit back and, um, you know, I know you feel the same even though you weren't there, uh, to, to sit back and be like, we are in this room with these well-respected uh, publications invited by Apple to with Taylor Twelman and Bradley Wright Phillips. It was a bit of a pinch-me moment and a moment that, 
I was very proud of, of where we've got to in this podcast and, and hopefully the start of where we're going to get to as well. Yeah, no, too right. Um, I mean, I, I'm yet to hear the interview. It might be terrible. I doubt it is. Um, uh, but no, it's a real, really surreal moment. Like we didn't start this to to turn it into what it has become, I don't think. So um, certainly very, very happy accident that it's gone so well. And yeah, like GQ are never going to want to interview me. So that's as close as we're going to get. I'd like to think it's a good interview. Bradley Wright Phillips calls me a snake during it. So there's a bit of a teaser of what's to come. Uh, but let's not tease anymore. Let's hear it. So here's what happened when I went down to London to chat with MLS season passes and MLS legends, Bradley Wright Phillips and Taylor Twelman. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK show. Hello, welcome to the MLS UK show. Now, of course, as you can see, I'm not in the studio. I'm not even on Zoom. I'm in London for a very special reason. And I'm joined with very two very special MLS legends. Bradley Wright Phillips, Taylor Twelman, welcome to the MLS UK show. Thanks for having us. Is this your mom's basement? (laughs) I wish, I wish. Uh, Now, Taylor, of course, you've been on the uh, podcast before. This is your second time. Bradley, your first one. So, Welcome, Bradley. Yeah. Uh, Next time, we'll get you a hat-trick ball next time you're here. Uh, but, but we're here in London um, now we just had a meeting and Taylor you were saying that Bradley's accent is going so do you Bradley do you have to come back to London every now and again top up the accent to, I need to come back more um, I had a friend that come back to visit me in New Jersey recently and he said that my accent's changed and I was arguing with him I was like it hasn't but then I was on talk sport earlier and I said a few things I'm like this doesn't sound good. No. Nah, this doesn't sound good, so I've got to try and get get back out of here. Now he sounds like what he is, Jersey trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him all my New Jersey is bad. Yeah. Um, so we are here to talk about a very exciting summer in MLS. I guess there's one place to start, and it's with a, an Argentinian. Um we yeah, I'm going mad. Yeah, well, yeah. He's going to be sold for 30 million. It's great. Uh, See, what do you know? I'm calling me right now. Tell me not to bring it up. Uh, he is a fantastic player, but it's not the one we're talking about. Leo Messi. Uh, it's about a month since the um, announcement now. As we're heading towards his first game, what's the excitement been like in the, in the States, especially amongst those, uh, maybe those soccer fans who... Uh, well, let's call them the Euro snobs who aren't necessarily into MLS. Do you think we can convert some of them? Yeah, 100%. That's, that's exactly what it's going to do. If, you, if you've been stubborn to tune into MLS um, up until now, if Messi doesn't make you do it, then you, you don't like football. I think he will bring so much exposure to the league and to the already good players we have in the league. I think many people, including yourself, will pinch yourself that Messi's playing in Major League Soccer, right? Because you'll look at it and say, this really happened. This was always the pipeline dream for so many people in and around the league, quite honestly, for anyone in the United States, because they're now going to have the ability to see the greatest player of all time play for the next two and a half to three years of his career before he hangs it up. Uh, There's just a wonderful opportunity here that I think very few of us thought actually was going to happen. Uh, now, we were in a, a meeting before this and, and you, Bradley, said playing with Thierry Henry made you a better player. Are you jealous that you won't be getting on the end of some of them through balls? Through? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, because you <laughs> act like Thierry Henry did. Yeah, like, yeah, I was getting, some, like, I was getting some, some decent service, <laughs> some okay service. But um, I would. there's not many things I would come out of retirement for. But if you could, I would listen if you said to me, listen, one game you play up front and Messi's behind, oh, fuck, oh, unbelievable. Yeah, He's yeah. a lucky kid. 
gonna get to do that. So. Oh, like I think of Kramaski right now. Oh, yeah. like all these young guys. I mean, the last Miami game, they had six homegrowns playing. Yeah, those six two homegrowns. Of, two of them were on the score sheet. Exactly. Yeah. In those six homegrowns, with Tata Martino, Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba, and Lionel Messi. Yeah. And mind you, any of the other players that come in starting January first, when they've got their roster rules better, they've got more, you know, money to spend and whatnot. Uh, it's I'd be jealous of the eighteen-year-olds yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so, you you are here to talk about uh, Apple TV's MLS season pass. Of course, we've been listening to you, Taylor. We've been watching you, uh, Bradley. Just how I mean, as a fan, especially a fan in the UK, this has changed the game. Like Bradley, you'll know that. We had uh, one match a weekend. Yeah. It was as if you were streaming it off a, a dodgy site, you know, <laughs> the quality of it. Yeah. Now we've got Apple TV. As you guys who are a part of it, just how much has it changed just MLS in general and the way we we consume it? it it's the, the ultimate game changer for yeah. me. It's just getting everything you want on one match day, in one evening. Anything I want to do, like I mentioned earlier, you, I watch my team play. Um, I can watch the interviews after. I can watch a documentary. I can do key players. I can watch a 360 show if I if I don't have a team. It's, there's nothing I can't do or see on that weekend. How many times have you watched the Bradley Ray Phillips iconic players thing? <laughs> I haven't watched it, but you can go out and watch that. And <laughs> <laughs> He's full of it, by but, the way. He's watched it 100 times. But so many different things you can watch on there and, and get clued up about it. I think the quality... You know, I just That's think the problem. synergy between Apple being involved and then the quality they have with certain things technology-wise, I just think it's a lot of things that have now come to a head, so to speak, for Major League Soccer to be at the precipice of real growth. And that's going to come with 2026, the FIFA Club World Cup, Copa America, like the next three years, Leagues Cup debuts in a couple weeks. Like the things, it's going to be literally growing exponentially over the next four or five years. And I think Apple's allowing that because, like you said, it's 1080p. The quality's there. The audio's there. You can watch it. 107 countries plus can watch Apple uh, MLS on Apple TV whenever they want, right? That just wasn't the case. You had to have, I won't bring it up, pirate streams over here the way you guys did to, to find stuff. Now you don't have to. Yeah, it's so much easier. So new MLS fans in the UK, you don't know what we had to go through. You <laughs> no don't idea. know the struggle. I know, the Wi-Fi mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you mentioned there about the World Cup coming up, the uh, FIFA World Club Championship as well. As, you know, obviously, you know, you've been watching soccer for a long time as an american how proud are you at the moment it was a very very polite way of saying it but it's a you know as one of the ogs in mls i guess we can call you as well yeah um how proud are you right now of of where soccer is with home you know with your own league and what's happening i just think for the longest time people said soccer is the sport of the future i just think the future is now and I think it's finally here. You know, my father played in the NASL, so he heard that the beginning of it. Pelé, Beckenbauer, Bess, Cruyff, all those guys that came over. But then it went away. The NASL didn't take advantage of 94 World Cup comes. 99 Women's World Cup comes. Then all of a sudden MLS starts, you know, snowballing. And then the Women's League. It's just no longer the future. It's now. It's the present. And I think all of us that have had a small, small part of it, there are generations before me that have been waiting for this moment. I just think everyone's going to come together and be like, huh, yeah. now we can take a deep breath and let this thing grow and really get off its feet. Uh, speaking of the future, we've got the League's Cup coming up as well very soon. Uh, a very unique thing, I would yes. say, in world soccer. Um, 
what should we look forward to in that? Because we've had a taster of it with the All-Star Games against Liga MX. Is it going to be as competitive as what those All-Star Games Just are? before you go into it, because you're a historian, you know everything. <laughs> Just know, honestly, the, how competitive Mexico against USA is, is, is unbelievable. It's something I didn't know before I got to the... Yes to New York, I didn't understand it, but it's, it's crazy. It's impossible and it's not competitive. Agreed, 1,000%. I was going to answer, yeah. and he learned, he yeah. learned as well. Uh, so which teams would you put as favorites? Because I guess we're all going into the unknown. Well, we are, even yeah. we are, though, because what we don't know is the impact of the Liga MX teams just coming off their preseason, yeah. just getting into the thick of things. So who knows what they look like. MLS teams are in the thick of it. They're in the grind. Injuries are a part of it. You've got Gold Cup team, you know what I mean? So there's I, no one really knows what's going to go on. Naturally, you look at it and say, well, LAFC is yeah. going to have something to say. Tigres is going to have something to say. Yeah. The teams that do well in CONCACAF Champions League, I think this is going to be different. I just do because I think some teams may not take it on the level that they need to because they may not have the players available yeah. and other teams may be like wait a minute this is real prize money yeah. CONCACAF Champions League berth which we know how valuable yeah. that keeps coming every year I, I don't know who I would handicap as the team to be to watch I, I, it's tough it is yeah. and the transfer window that's what people forget mm. right we talk about Messi but what does Nashville do Nashville has an opportunity to do something real special to put next to Hani Mukhtar so Honestly, my man, I, I don't know how to handicap who's going to win this thing. And I guess whereas in the CONCACAF Champions League, people would say that one of the reasons why MLS hasn't been successful is because they're doing it at the start of a season. Yes. It's completely it different now, as you said. So yeah. maybe MLS could go on a run of winning this. For I think year. MLS could. I also think CONCACAF Champions League, that was the old excuse. I don't think that's coming anymore because I think MLS teams are starting to figure out the season starting a little earlier. Mm-hmm. LAFC should have won it. Yeah, they just they won. didn't. Leon was the better yeah, team. Yeah. But all in all... LAFC were missing four starters, injuries and whatnot, and they didn't play well. So I just think, let me put it this way. Liga MX is nervous about MLS and its growth over the last three years. They're not better anymore. When I first got here, they 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 were. Just because the money, the way they can build rosters, it's different. It still is different, but MLS is doing a better job of finding the right talent. Uh, and finally, before we go, uh, Bradley, of course, MLS All Star, is around the corner against yeah. Arsenal, yeah. who you support. Obviously, yeah. we know who your dad is as well. Yeah. Uh, have you? Um, are you rooting for? Are you rooting for MLS? <laughs> Man City, who we played snake. for the youth wise. You're a snake, bro. You can't ask me that on here. Um, MLS All Arsenal, aren't you? Nah, I want. Listen, it's it, there's no points on the line. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if like, there were points on the line, you'd be rooting for Arsenal. We don't have to talk about it. There's no points on the line. <laughs> Ah, see, I'd, I'd have more respect for you if you said right now you would root for Arsenal. Okay, in that, in, uh, if there were points online, yeah, yeah, I just... Oh, there's it, points on the line, that's I, what I'm saying, of course. Okay. Like, MLS All Stars, though, I just want it to be a great game. Okay. Luckily... I wanted Bayern Munich to beat the snot <laughs> off of you guys in the MLS <laughs> All Stars. Yeah, just because I wanted to look at you after the game and go, you guys weren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, Pep and Caleb had their... That's <laughs> yeah, a beef, yeah. Uh, well, Did you score a goal in that All Star game? I could have. Go look it up. Um, MLS All Stars 2014. Yeah. <laughs> you can look up 2005 when I was MVP, but you should. Yeah, there was no YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if only if only it was twenty years later, you could watch it on Apple TV. Go shut your face. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much yeah, for no chatting, and for um, yeah, it's honestly. Mom, <laughs> the meatloaf. <laughs>
Uh, honestly, season passes changed the game, and you should be very proud of being part of it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The MLS UK Show. So there we go. That was my chat with uh, Bradley Wright Phillips and Taylor Twelman of MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. Um, it was a pleasure to go down to London and chat with them. Nice guys. As we said in the interview, it's Taylor's second time on the podcast. And I mean, a guy like Taylor Twelman, I go into the room because we had a bit of a presentation beforehand so you could see I was there. And then afterwards, they were like, oh, Henry, you know, come into this room, do the... Uh, you know, have you chat with them and you go in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to introduce myself to Taylor Twelman. Bradley Wright Phillips never been on the podcast, so that's a new meeting. But, but well, he's been on the podcast. I will remind him, but, you know, I, I just think just be polite and introduce yourself. I walked in and said, I am Henry. And he said, I know, I've been on the podcast before. I was like, oh, what a guy. He thinks you've forgotten that he's been on the podcast now. That's <laughs> awkward. No, I said afterwards, I was like, yeah, you're on our 100th episode. Um, but uh, no, brilliant to chat to them, brilliant to be invited down by Apple as well. Um, I was so grateful, they gave me some goodies, uh, but the thing I was most excited about was this. Finally got one of these scarves, uh, these season pass scarves, which is, uh, yeah, it was great. So um, yeah, it was a great day. And uh, you know what? And we don't have to say this, you know, that they haven't said, oh, can you be nice to us? Genuinely, you know, I said to them, for us in the UK, compared to what we had before, which was like the odd game, uh, or maybe two games a weekend, the Apple coverage has just been a game changer. You know, like, especially like, you know, the, or being able to watch every game. Bradley's show as well, where it shows all the goals. It's just, it has changed the game, hasn't it, for us? Literally changed the game. Um, it's really easy to to look at us and think, oh yeah, well, they're teaming up with Apple to say how great it is. Not the case at all. Um, it was so difficult. It's hard enough staying up that late, let alone tracking down games, watching them in terrible quality on sky or stream or like it's just easier for everyone and um i hope more of world football goes down this route to be honest because it's fantastic yeah they did say in the presentation like uh i think taylor said it, it was like you know you guys in england you can't watch every premier league game which for anyone in the states that is genuinely true you know there are some matches in the premier league we can't watch if it's at three o'clock in the afternoon here which probably be about 10 o'clock Eastern time, maybe in uh, in the states, those games that all kick off at that time, we can't watch them on TV. It's there's a blackout. We have to wait till a highlight show at night. So, for you know, for us to be watching a league that is thousands of miles away, where we can literally watch every single game, it's yeah, it's changed the game. And hopefully, for us in England anyway, hopefully uh, the Premier League are watching and they'll change that. Well, you know, their their deal in the next few years, so we can have that here. Absolutely. Um, game changer. It's been really fantastic. And, and thank you to them for, for giving us this this access and the opportunity to to chat. Hopefully I won't miss it next time. Um, but we've also got loads more to chat about, haven't we? We have. Yeah. Hopefully the next time uh, we get asked down will be in October. So you can go and I'll, uh, I'll have to still be here waiting with Poppy. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Since we've been last uh, released an episode, there's been tons to talk about 
in MLS. Just a quick one, a quick note for next year, uh, because we mentioned in the interview, All-Star Game is next week. Next year, it's going to be in Columbus, uh, which is exciting. It's one of our favourite stadiums, uh, looking from the outside, isn't it? Yeah, um, you know, really utilising the new the new stadiums, which, you know, is setting a new standard in this league. You know, everybody's talking about Messi and obviously prior to that, some of the huge names like Toronto brought last season. Um, feels like we're constantly rolling, but, you know, you've got the Nashville Stadium, you've got the Austin Stadium, the Cincy Stadium, Columbus. There's some really, really fantastic soccer-specific stadiums being built um, and we're going to utilise them for one of the best nights of the year for me, the, the All-Star Game. It definitely is. Um, and it's interesting you say those teams that have just really, you know, just had new stadiums and just moved into them because I've seen this week that Stan Kroenke is looking at Colorado Rapids potentially moving uh, into a new stadium. He's been looking at plots of land around Colorado. Um, for you, is this what Colorado need? Because they had a good season a few years ago, but they kind of stagnated since then. Is this just a shot in the arm that they need to uh, take them into the playoff level? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm always conscious when I say about them not being like a fashionable team. It, that doesn't matter to me. I, I need, and it doesn't matter to Henry. You know, we're, we, we love this league and uh, I love watching teams like Colorado. We were just talking before we started recording about watching, watching Houston. Um, I felt like I hadn't watched enough of them. So, you know, catching up on Apple TV, it doesn't bother me. But I think in terms of marketing, in terms of Colorado growing, you know, obviously being in the league for years and years and years, I I think it's really crucial that they start to keep, try to keep pace with uh, the likes of Columbus, who are also, you know, an, uh, an original side, but they feel like they're years ahead of someone like Colorado. And um, that shouldn't be the case. So I, I think this is a really nice move if they can pull it off. Yeah, exactly. And uh, what people forget is Stan Kroenke is a very wealthy man. He's one of the more wealthiest uh, sports owners in the world, um, let alone MLS. And I think we've seen with Arsenal, a few of the fans were upset with Arsenal a few years ago, not spending the money that they were seeing being spent elsewhere. Uh, they seem to be addressing that now with some of the signings they're making and some of the money that's uh, being spent. Maybe also now he's looking at thinking, right, well, what about my other soccer team? What about Colorado? How do we get them to the top of MLS? And you know, Dick's Sporting uh, Goods Park is a good stadium. It's a soccer-specific stadium at, uh, that we love. However, I think for Colorado, that next step, it would help to be in a, a bigger stadium, a more fashionable one, one that's uh, along the lines of what we've seen with Austin and Columbus uh, and Cincinnati. So, uh, yeah, potentially exciting times ahead for Colorado. Uh, exciting times ahead as well. Uh, for Austin, they've just announced uh, the new sporting director, uh, Rod Rod Rodolfo uh, Borelli. Uh, fans of the Premier League may recognise uh, him as being a, a former assistant to Pep Guardiola. Um, and I guess if you're going to look at one team in European soccer right now who you can uh, take someone from and take their ideas and put them into uh, your team, Manchester City are probably that team at the moment. So this could be a good thing for Austin. Yeah, Manchester City, don't forget as well, have done so much. Obviously, Pep is incredible and we've seen uh, Arteta working with Pep has, has really served him well, almost to Pep's detriment this season, um, last season. But I I also think Manchester City have got so much right in general off the field, you know, building the, the Etihad campus that they've got there, the development for the academy. They are across everything. Everything's perfect. I know it all comes down to money. I understand that. But... Um, he will go there knowing that in an ideal world, 
what he wants to create in Austin, in Texas. And it will be up to the club to, you know, facilitate that financially. But he's going to go there with some incredible ideologies that uh, are really, really going to boost a club that's already got a lot going on. Yeah, it has. And, uh, you know, they had a slow start to the season, but you look at them as we speak, they're in fifth in the table. They've won quite a few games in the, if you're going to split the first half of the season into two halves, so I guess it would be the first two quarters of the season. Uh, the second quarter has been better for Austin than the first quarter, if you get what I'm trying to say there. Uh, so uh, they've got a few players back, be getting back to that sort of team that we were used to last season. So this is just another bit of a, uh, something going around the club that's positive. And uh, yeah, I think Austin showed last year they have a good team. They've got a good structure. They've got a great fan base. And uh, it's just about, you know, putting in little bits of a jigsaw now. And uh, I think this is definitely a part of that. And as I said before, you know, if you're going to look at any uh, f- football club in the world right now, especially in Europe, Manchester City are the ones uh, that you're going to look at. Maybe uh, NYCFC will be uh, looking in a few years and thinking we missed the... We missed the opportunity with that one. So good luck to Austin and uh, we'll await and see what happens uh, in the future with them. Uh, in the immediate future, though, um, Franco Ibarra, he's uh, moved to Toronto, has finally gone through. Uh, he's going to be on loan till the end of the season, although he was not happy about this. Did you see all this? He's, uh, he's not started well with his new team after he called them the worst team in MLS. <laughs> um, I mean... I think if Messi would have said it, he'd have had a strong argument as well, to be honest. Um, it's it's difficult, isn't it? I keep thinking like these players who are who are joining teams like Miami and Toronto, I'm sure the mentality is I'm going to get them out of this. But it's the longer the season goes on, obviously, like, you know, we're nearly halfway through July now and I'm thinking, well, Messi's still not arrived. Um, it, the job isn't getting any easier, is it? No, it's not. And, uh, I mean, Ibarra, he, he had a go at Carlos Bocanegra as well. He said that he's been called a vital part of a team. He's played 17 matches already, and yet he gets loaned out uh, because of the uh, the roster rules with under-22s. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there's also, you've got to have a respect there, respect for your new team. Um, and, oh, you know, you may look and say, yeah, he has a point. And these players that are signing for Miami, uh, Toronto, you know, teams at the bottom of the conferences. Uh, yeah, you can look and go, are they going to be totally happy? Well, maybe not Miami because they're getting to play with Messi. But if you're signing for Toronto right now, are you going to be totally happy? Possibly not. However, you are still playing with Insignia. You are playing for a well-established brand in MLS. You are playing for a, a good fan base. So for me, yeah, you've got to have that respect there. If, if you think that, keep it closed doors. Talk to your agent about it. But go in public, go into the athletic and saying it. Uh, is a bit of a bad taste and uh, he's going to have to hit the ground running because if he doesn't, then I think Toronto fans are going to be getting on his back. Toronto in general, you know, they need him to hit the ground running. I, I think we, we've talked before, you know, their, their roster is not awful. Um, the tools were there for Bob Bradley. So, um, you know, they, they definitely need to get things moving in the right direction pretty quickly. Uh, right. Finally, uh, on the show this week, just to, uh, as we look at forward to the, uh, the incoming of Lionel Messi, uh, remember in the next month, we are into July now, in the next month he would have played in the League's Cup. He'll be about to be playing in MLS for the first time. However, for now, as we anticipate his arrival, um, one of the referees has been has been coming out in an interview and said that after 
uh, remembering what happened to David Beckham when he came and some of the tackles he were getting. Referees need to be protecting Lionel Messi. Uh, Toledo has said this. Elliot, do you agree with him? Or I mean, Messi's a big boy now. Should he just get on with it? Um, I don't think he should be receiving any special treatment, if I'm honest. Um, huge Messi fan. But I think as a league, we need to get a grip on... The league's progressed way too much to, to to have that kind of Sunday league approach to oh just hit him hit him hard let him know you're there like come on it's 2023 we're we're way we're way past that I know Bolton haven't quite uh, changed that approach <laughs> yet but um like I I really think um consistency in MLS is something that's massively lacking in the officiating there's absolutely no way that you can disagree with that um even with var you know, var is great but then we're making different decisions based on what we're seeing um and so I, I just think let's have a let's have a proper look at how we approach officiating in mls and he shouldn't need to be treated any differently if if players are hurting players and not getting sent off for it then uh, you know that needs looking at more than just specifically messy yeah, I, I think it was different with Beckham. You know, Beckham was a great player, but his, his game was slightly different. Obviously, his um, respect in the football world at that time was mainly about, uh, even though he'd, he'd pretty much won everything, he, it was still brand Beckham, whereas I think Messi's respect, uh, he has built a brand for himself, but I think his respect is about what he's done on the pitch, you know, the greatest player arguably of all time. So I, I think it will be different. I can understand why players were looking at that time and thinking, well, I'm earning, I don't know, $500 a week and this guy's earning $500 a second. Yeah, you know, so I'm going to let him know I'm there. Whereas now I think Messi will have a bit more respect. There will be players that will, uh, you know, try and hack him down. And if he if he got, gets past them, uh, there's a bit of a silky skills and it's uh, they're going to get frustrated. But I think overall the respect for Messi will be that these players will look and go... I want to impress Lionel Messi, not by tackling him and hacking him down, by being good at my job, by putting in a great performance. And that's something that Miami are going to have to get past because every team will raise the game. But also, I, I, I think it has changed. So I'd be very surprised if that's the, uh, you know, if that's what, um, you know, if that's what players are going to start doing with him. Also, as well as we know, every team has bought into this. Every team is contributing to Lionel Messi playing in MLS. So I don't think. Uh, these teams are going to be entirely happy if uh, another player puts in a tackle, injures Messi, and then he can't play for the rest of the season. Yeah, true. Although it would help them win MLS Cup, so we'll see. It will. Uh, it will indeed. Uh, right, well, that's uh, almost it for this episode of the MLS UK show. Uh, if you've enjoyed the episode, if you're new to us, and hello, welcome. Uh, don't forget to follow us on your podcast provider, like and subscribe on YouTube as well. Uh, but if you are following us on your uh, podcast provider and you want to give us a rating, Elliot, there is one rule and one rule only. LA Galaxy style, five stars only. And after the performances LA Galaxy have been putting in, uh, maybe it will go to six stars. We always have the caveat, don't we? Going five stars, it'll be like that for a while. Hey, they're beating LAFC. They've done well against Philadelphia as well. So uh, who knows? I think you're getting ahead of yourself, but okay. Um, yep. Five stars, please. Thanks. Come back to me when they've got six. It won't be this year. Uh, a massive thank you as well to our sponsor, Soccer90.com. Remember, if you go to Soccer90.com, where all the MLS jerseys are on it, and now all the European, all the new season European jerseys, apparel is going to be on there as well. So if you find something on there that you like at the checkout in the discount code, 
type in MLS UK, you get 20% off. Uh, so a massive thank you to them as well. Uh, but for now, this could be the last time for a few weeks that we do an episode. This could be the last time that Elliot is not a dad as we do an episode. Uh, so uh, for now, it is the childless... Well, I've been the childless Henry Hewitt, joined by... Uh, wait a minute, I just need to check my phone. There's nothing yet. I'm still the childless Elliot Holman. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.